Good morning. We want to welcome you to the Springs Church, our online service. As, uh, we just continue our series this morning, Simple. And today we're going to be wrapping this series up. We just want to welcome you from wherever you are, uh, whether you're just uh, down the street, across the town, across the county, across the country, across the world, wherever you are this morning, we're praying that God speaks to you in a supernatural way as we just uh, come and finish up this series, Simple. Pastor Wes has uh, brought some great messages. God has uh, given him some great messages over the past few weeks uh, on just simplifying, just simplifying our life and how we simplify our finances by applying God's Word to our finances and how we can simplify our relationships by applying God's Word to our relationships and how we simplify church. Last week, just a phenomenal presentation of the gospel where God just did a supernatural work. And today, I just am honored to come and to share with you as we wrap this series up, as we just walk our daily lives, how do we simplify our walk? Just as we walk day to day, and I want to take God's word today and just try to simplify things for you as we wrap up this series simple. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we come before you. God, this is your word. God, this is your time. God, I know that, Lord, there's things in me, God, that would prevent this word from coming forth like it needs to. But God, I pray right now that anything that is in my way, anything that is in your way of doing what you want to do right now, God, I pray that you would move that. God, I pray that your spirit would take over. Your anointing would take over on me, God, and it would be your words that are heard. God, that you would do what only you can do. And God, that you would forever change lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Sometime back, I was a pastor in a church that was uh, uh, a little country church, and I enjoyed pastoring it tremendously. And uh, but one of the day I was there and I was uh, I needed to go visit this family and I didn't really know how to get there because uh, well there just wasn't a simple way to get there they lived way out in the woods and so I was just asking some people how do you how do you get to these people's house how do you get there and there was about three guys standing there trying to explain to me how I would get to this these people's house and and the first one was kind of like man you know you got to go down the road. And you go past that tree that's got the big fork in it. And when you pass that tree that gets the big fork in it, you don't take the next road, but then you take the next road. And, and then the other guy said, no, 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 no. You don't want to go that away. You, you want to go down the road there, and you want to take this little dirt road that's a cutoff road. And that little cutoff road is going to bring you out onto another road. And when you get on that road, you go three roads down, and that'll be the road. And, and then the last guy was like, no, no, no. You know that house has got the red roof. It's got part of the red roof on And then they get chickens out in the yard. When you go by that house... Then you know, and I'm just sitting here looking like, oh my goodness, how am I ever going to figure out and find my way where I'm going? And then another guy looked at me and he said, I tell you what, you just follow me. You just follow me and I'm going to take you where you need to go. And you know, I think that's where we are uh, in life a lot of times. We got voices coming at us from so many different directions. 
We got things going on in our mind that, that it just complicates life. And as we walk through life, we've got so many different things coming at us from so many different ways that life gets complicated. And we don't even know which way to turn. We don't know how to get where we need to go. And, and we're just sitting there trying to figure things out. And, and in the complication of it, God says, it's very simple. Life is very simple. Just follow. Just follow me. I want to take you to a story in the Bible today in Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, if you want to take out your Bibles and, and turn to us there. Uh, this is a great story about when Jesus started calling his disciples. And these are some guys that, that were out there just uh, in, in the day-to-day, -day, and they were doing their job, man, and Jesus come upon them. And I just want to share with you today this story in Luke chapter 5 about when Jesus called the disciples and I believe there's some things that we can take away from this story that will help us in our walk every day and help us to just follow Jesus as we go through life. So if you want to look at chapter 5 of Luke, chapter 5 of Luke, verse 1 says this. One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge. For the fishermen had left them and they were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. The first thing that I think we need to know, the first thing that we need to get out of this passage of Scripture is we need to be aware of Jesus in the monotony. Be aware of Jesus in the monotony. Here's some guys that were just doing what they do, man. They were fishermen. More than likely, they had been fishermen all their life. More, their daddy was probably a fisherman. Their grandpa was probably a fisherman. All of their family was fishermen. They was just in the ordinary, mundane monotony of life. Just doing what they do. And the next thing they know, the Messiah of the world, the creator of the universe, shows up and says, can I use your boat? You know, I think they were just in their ordinary routine. They were just going fishing and cleaning up. They had been fishing all night and hadn't caught anything, it says, further on in Scripture, so they hadn't even had a good fishing trip. Here's these guys that were just doing their thing day after day, and in the middle of what they're doing, here comes Jesus Christ who steps onto the scene. For many of us, life becomes just a series of going fishing and cleaning up. Just getting up and doing the deal every day. We just go to work and coming home. We're just washing clothes and doing dishes. We're just taking care of the babies and carrying them to school. Just cutting grass and taking out the trash. Whatever it is that our normal routine is, we get so caught up in the monotony of every day that we forget to know that Jesus is in the middle of what we're doing. He wants to be right in the middle. Some of us, are listening this morning that we're caught up in that monotony of life. Not even expecting God to show up. We just get up every day and do our thing. We just get up every day and go to work. We just get up every day and carry the kids to school. We just get up every day and do what we do and we're not even expecting Jesus to show up. 
And if we're real with ourselves, if we get completely and totally honest with ourselves, we're so caught up in our day-to-day, we're so caught up in our ordinary, in our monotony, we're so caught up that we don't even want God to show up because then he would mess up our routine. But if we really, if we really want to follow, we need to be aware that Jesus is in the middle of the monotony. Jesus is right there wanting to get in the boat in the middle of what we're doing. You see, all throughout the Bible, you find people that are just doing what they do. And while they're in the middle of doing what they do, then God shows up. You look at Moses. Moses was just tending his father-in-law's herd, and God showed up right in the middle of what he was doing. You look at Gideon. He was just threshing wheat. God showed up and said, you're a mighty warrior. You look at Saul, our apostle Paul. He was just traveling on the road to Damascus, and Jesus showed up. If we're going to follow Jesus, if we're just going to be simple and follow, we've got to look for him in the ordinary. We've got to look for him in the everyday monotony of life. You see, Jesus wants to be right there in our job. He wants to be right there where we're at school. He wants to be right there in the middle of whatever we're doing, in the middle of our home. He wants to be there. He wants to be there in the middle of every situation, and he will be there. But we've got to open our eyes and be aware What if these guys would have said, no, you know what? We're through fishing. You can't use our boats. What would have happened then? Their lives would have been forever changed. Jesus wants to be in the middle of that. I believe we miss encounters because we're just not paying attention. I believe we miss encounters with Jesus because we're not paying attention. As we move on, In verse 4, it said that Jesus had been out there teaching, and when he finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it's a little deeper and let your nets down to catch some fish. Master Simon replied, we worked hard all night last night and didn't catch a thing, but if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. So if we're going to follow Jesus, if we're going to simply follow, we got to look for Jesus, be aware for Jesus in the monotony of life. And then the next thing we got to realize is obedience leads to the supernatural results in natural moments. Obedience leads to supernatural results in natural moments. These guys had fished all night long. Have you ever fished all night long? If you fished all night long, and you don't catch anything, you're tired. These guys had fished all night long, and it said they had caught nothing. They were washing their nets. They were, they were, they were getting cleaned up, and I would imagine they were just ready to go get some rest. I, I would imagine these guys were ready just to go and, and, and crash, man. 
And as we've already talked about, they were just doing their normal activity. They were just doing what seemed uh, like just their normal activity, and they were being unproductive at it. They wasn't getting anywhere. These guys just, they just wanted to clean their nets and go home. And then this guy shows up out of nowhere, and he wants to borrow their boat. And then he wants them to go out into the deep water, and he wants them to cast their nets out again. And Peter says, Master, we have, we have some translation says we toiled all night. We've worked hard all night. We've done our job. We've done what we're supposed to do. We've tried to catch these fish, and we caught nothing. But yet Jesus says this. He says, go out into the deep. So what I've tried to do all the right things. <laughs> We've tried to cast our nets. There, there's so many of us as we go through life. And we can sit here today and we say, you know, I, I, I've tried to do all the right things. I've tried to, to live life the right way. We, we've, we've tried to all the hard work. It seems like I, I just keep on casting my net and I keep on coming up empty. And I've tried to do all of the right things, but I'm getting nowhere. And I look at Simon and he, he says, Jesus, we've cast our nets. What's different? Let me explain to you the difference. Maybe you say, I've tried to be a good employee, and it seems like I've never get that promotion. I've tried to do the right thing, and it just don't seem like I can get ahead. I've tried to be a good husband, but it seems like my marriage is going nowhere. I've tried to be a good wife, and it seems like my marriage is going nowhere. I've tried to be a good parent, and it seems like I just can't get where I need to be. I've tried to go to church all my life, and it seems like I'm just spiritually empty. I've tried to do the best I can. Am I speaking to anyone this morning? Is there anybody here this morning that feels like you've just been casting your nets and you cast casting your nets and you keep on coming up empty? I believe that's where much of the world is. Man, it gets so tough. We're working for results and we're just not getting any results. When we work for results and we don't get the results we want, it becomes frustrating, it becomes disheartening, and it gets to a place where we want to just say, to heck with it, what does it matter anyway? Am I speaking to anybody this morning? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I, I'm working, I'm working. But I want to explain to you the difference. That's what I said, I want to explain to you the difference. What changed? We've thrown our nets all night long, but Jesus, you're telling us to change, to throw the nets out again. What's changed? Here's, here's what I want you to hear. Maybe this morning you're saying, I'm working for my results. I'm working out of my obligation. I'm working out of my duty. Here's where it changes today. What's the difference between casting the net last night and casting the net this morning? Today, Jesus is in the boat. Today, Jesus has climbed in the boat, and I'm no longer working for my results. Simon said, I'm not casting out because I want to catch a lot of fish. I'm not casting out because I think I'm fixing to load the boat. Simon said this. He said, because you say so, I'm fixing to cast my net. 
I'm not expecting anything in return, but I'm going to do what you tell me to do. And that is where the supernatural begins to happen in the natural moments, is when we begin to obey, not because we're hoping to get something out of it, not because we're expecting something out of it, but simply because we love Jesus, simply because he has called us to obey, and we say, I'm just going to do what he wants me to do. I'm just going to be a good employee. I'm just going to work my tail off because that's what Jesus tells me to do. I'm just going to be a good husband because I'm supposed to be a good husband because that's what Jesus tells me to do. I'm going to be a good wife because that's what Jesus tells me to do. I'm just simply going to obey. I'm just simply going to obey. I'm going to quit raising my kids just hoping somebody will say I'm a good parent. And I'm going to start raising my kids because Jesus said, raise my kids in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. I want to raise my kids the right way because I love Jesus. I want to love my wife the right way because I love Jesus. You see, when when Jesus gets into the boat of our life, it's no longer out of our results, but it's out of our obedience. We're no longer working out of results. We're working out of obedience. I'm no longer showing up for work for a paycheck. I'm working for the Lord. Today, we stop doing for results and start doing out of simple obedience. I'm not worried about the results. I'm just worried about doing what God wants me to do. I'm just worried about following Jesus. When we began to obey and follow out of a simple love for Jesus, then we begin to see supernatural results in natural moments. It changes everything. So if we just want to simplify our life, let's just let's look for Jesus in those everyday moments, in the monotony. Let's understand that obedience in the natural, obedience in the supernatural leads to supernatural results in natural moments. As we finish up our story, when Simon Peter realized what had happened in verse 8, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. For I am a sinful man. He was awestruck by the number of fish they caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Last thing we got to do if we're going to follow is we got to abandon where we are and join the mission. Abandon where we are and join the mission. You know what probably caught me, struck me the most about this passage was the fact that Jesus got into the boat and something miraculous happened. It said they caught more fish than two boats could hold. 
they caught so many fish that their nets were breaking. And what was so incredible about this story is these, these guys caught, some commentaries say, more fish than they would have caught in a several months. But when they got back to the bank, when they got back to shore, they didn't say, we got to go sell these fish to the market. They didn't say, hey, we've got to go clean these fish. They didn't say, we got to go get the nets cleaned back up. They didn't say, we got to get the boats put up. It said, they left all and followed Jesus. When they realized who Jesus was, it no longer had mattered. The, the, the results of his miracle no longer had the value as the value of his presence. The results of what Jesus had done was no longer near as valuable as Jesus' presence. They weren't worried about selling the fish. They just wanted to go with Jesus. I think so many times we are seeking Jesus for what he can do and not who he is. So many times we're looking for Jesus for the results and the disciples realize the true value wasn't in the fish they caught. The true value was in the fact that they had an encounter with Jesus and they would never be the same as we wrap this series up this morning, just like we've done every week, we're going to have a Come to Jesus meeting. As we get ready to have that Come to Jesus meeting this morning, I want you to kind of fast forward in the scripture a little bit to a story. As these guys, they went on to follow Jesus. They forsook everything and they followed Jesus. For about three years, these guys were by his side. They seen Jesus do incredible things. But then something happened. He was crucified. And at the moment when Jesus went to be crucified, there was this guy by the name of Peter. The same guy, Peter, he was in this story that we read about this morning. And there was this guy named Peter. And he was right there with Jesus every step of the way. But when Jesus, the going got tough, Peter began to deny Jesus. Jesus told him, said, Peter, you're going to deny me three times. You're going to deny me three times. And sure enough, Peter said, I don't know him. I never knew him. Even to the point the word says he cursed him. So this guy, this, this king, this Messiah, who he forsook all for, now he forsook him. You know, for some of us this morning, we're listening. And that's where we are. We've gotten away from Jesus. We've had an encounter. We've seen Jesus do incredible things in our life. But something's happened. And we're not nowhere close to where we need to be, where we want to be. So Peter, 
After all that happened, he just went back to what he knew. He said, well, he's gone. I denied him. I'm just going to go back to what I know. I'm just going to go back and I'm going to go fishing. If you go to John chapter 21, you can read about this. He said, I'm just going to go back and I'm going to go fishing. So he took some other guys and they went back, right back into the same situation that they had been in before. Right back into the same ordinary, mundane, just everyday monotony of life. And they went back and went fishing. And what is so crazy to me is they went back to doing the same thing and they ended up getting the same results. And for many of us, that's where we are this morning. We've been delivered before. We've been delivered. And we decided to, for some reason, somewhere, we got off track. For some reason, we're no longer following Jesus. For some reason, we're no longer right there with him. And we're right back doing the same thing that we used to do. And right now, we're getting the same results that we used to get. It said they told all night and they caught nothing and that's where some of us are today man we're just we're just tolling and we're just catching nothing we're just tolling and we're catching nothing but what's so incredible about this story is these guys were out there on the boat and they see a man walking along the shore and then they hear a voice. And he says, hey, have y'all caught anything? No? Well, cast your net on the other side of the boat. Cast your nets on the other side. And I, I just, in my mind, I think about it, and I'm thinking, well, they've been fishing all night. I'm sure they've already cast it on that side of the boat. I'm sure they've probably fished all around the Sea of Galilee looking for fish, but something is different now. They're listening to a different voice now. It's the voice of Jesus. And when they cast their nets on the other side of the boat, the story winds up being the same story. The nets were so full that they could not even pull them in. But this guy, Peter, who had denied Jesus, who had forsook Jesus, who had just run off and left him, he heard the voice of Jesus calling, and he said, I got to go. Guys, I don't care what y'all do with the fish. I'm not worried about the fish. I got to get to him. I got to get to him. And he jumps off of the boat. He abandons all once again to go follow Jesus. When he gets to the bank, it's not the, Peter, I'm so disappointed. It's not the, Peter, I can't believe you did me that way. It's not, Peter, you can never be one of my disciples. It's just simply, Peter, do you love me? Three times, Peter, do you love me? After three times, Jesus had fully restored Peter from everything he had failed from. This morning, Jesus is calling you to come to Jesus' meeting.
been doing life on your own. Just getting up, doing the deal. But Jesus is right there. He's right there. He wants to be in the boat with you. And he's calling you this morning. He's calling you to come to him. This is a come to Jesus meeting. It's time for you to stop doing life on your own and to start following. Just a simple follow. This morning, maybe you've never encountered Jesus Christ. Maybe you've never given your life to him. You've been tolling, tolling, and tolling. And today he's calling. It's time. This morning, Jesus says, come, follow me. Come, my yoke is easy and my burden's light. This morning, if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, he's calling you to do that. Will you surrender your life to him? Right now where you are, would you bow your heads? Jesus, tired of doing life on my own I've tried and I'm catching nothing Jesus I ask you to forgive me of my sin just as Simon did in that very moment when he realized who Jesus was he said Jesus I'm a sinner this morning Tell him, Jesus, I'm a sinner, but I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to take me, cleanse me, and make me new. Place my faith and trust in Jesus and Jesus alone. This morning, I believe if you prayed that from the sincerity of your heart, that Jesus Christ has come into your life and saved you. And it's simple. From this point, just follow. He'll lead you. Just follow. What's that next step for you to follow? Well, maybe you need to follow in baptism. We're going to have baptism next Sunday. Maybe you need to follow in baptism. Maybe you need to join. You need to join a church. You need to become part of that. Whatever it is that Jesus is leading you to do, you need to follow him. Maybe you need to reconcile that relationship. Whatever it is that he's calling you to do, follow him this morning. God, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for loving us. In Jesus' mighty name.